When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, just before we start this episode, I'm just asking a little favour. I really appreciate the ever some of you are investing into the channel, simply watching the videos. But to help the channel grow, what I would love for you to do is hit the subscribe button if you enjoy the channel. And if there's any particular podcast you enjoy, please hit the thumbs up for like button. It will do massive things for the channel if we can do that. And thank you very much for your continued support and feedback. You spoke about Scotland. Two caps, is that right? Aye, just the two. And what age were you at the time when you got your first one? It was 1920. I thought it was against Columbia at Hamden. And then there was uh, Malta as well. I think we were over in Malta. So it came at a, a young age. But as I say, then I kind of, again, a wee period where, as I say, I was, the discipline wasn't great. Uh, but again, I wish, you know, one or two people had uh, kind of, Maybe been a wee bit harder come down in me and a ton of bricks, but uh, but at the end of the day, it comes down to yourself. It's about you, but and so I, I could have done things differently there. But the injuries as well, I was curtailed because I, I dislocated my, my shoulders yeah. a couple of times, and and I had to kind of even come back for a dislocated shoulder. It can affect you a wee bit. It's not like you you're injured for two months. But you get the operation, you come back, rehab, you don't just go in and play. There's always a wee, a wee bit of kind of fear factor, you know, you're going to get clouted and it's going to go again. So it took a wee bit kind of longer, you know, it kind of adjust. But uh, but, but as football, you pick up injuries, that's, that's, that's part of the game. Anybody that's had zero injuries in their careers probably not played any games in their career. It's, you know, it's just, you're going to get it, aren't you? It's just... uh, it's, sometimes it's the way you're made as well, you know. I know we're talking about him quite a lot, and quite rightly so. A Vigilante doesn't have that uh, knee, you know, that knee operator, like, what happened to his knee? I don't know how to describe that there, because it was absolutely horrific. 
because he was the fittest guy that I knew. I don't think he would have picked up like hamstrings or quad injuries or any other injuries just for that tackle. But so he, sometimes you've got guys that are that are fortunate like that, that just go through their career without injuries. I think the kind of the way I was kind of made, I was always going to pick up injuries. I was always a uh, kind of accident prone as a youngster as well. Do you know what? I was always in the Royal, uh, getting stitches and that, and falling off of things, and off of bikes and that, and falling off of walls and all Just So, I don't know, maybe I was probably just kind of, it's still happening in this day and age. <laughs> that's because you're getting old, but like, oh, dittery and stupid. And... <laughs> See, you get back to Scotland thing. Do you, do, you, do you think it was some of the off field stuff that curtailed your two caps? Because, I mean, you're undoubtedly good enough, even in your early 20s. And I know it was a different era, and the Scottish team back then was probably undisputedly better than the Scotland teams that we've had, particularly over the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. But do you feel that it was that that was affecting your selection for the national team then? And, and it certainly couldn't have been your ability or your performance. I think it was a mixture of quite a few things. You know, been in the paper a wee bit too much for the wrong reasons, picking up a few injuries as well. Uh, and I don't know if I should say this, but I, but I will. Uh, I don't think he would mind. Uh, I was pulled out a few squads as well. And you've got, this is, some fans or some people will find this hard to understand. My be, my be all and end all was, at that time, was Rangers. So at times, the gaffer, Graham, had, he wanted us to be fit for the next Rangers game that would be coming up. And he would say, listen, and, and whether you had a wee strain or something, he says, I don't want you to go. And I could have went, but he would like, listen, I'd really, you leave it and make sure you're fit for the next upcoming Rangers game. And I kind of lent it what he was my gaffer, you know, and but then again, I, it, was, it was my decision. So should I have went to the Scotland squad, made myself available? Absolutely. But then... You can, if you look at the other side, I'm young, I'm living my dream in terms of I just want to uh, give everything to Rangers, so I, I didn't turn up at a few squads where I should have. So, main worst enemy, but that's, that comes with experience as well. It doesn't sound as if you get any regrets about it, to be fair, Derek. You've, you know, you got to play for your country, that's a thing that 99.999% of football players don't get to do. Aye. So, you know, you got there, you, you know, you were good mm. enough, but you don't seem bitter mm. in any way that it was no, only twice. No, and that's what I'm trying to, what can I say, for, for that side and then for this side, I just wanted to make sure it was available for Rangers, for Graham Souness. I just wanted to, because at the end of the day, they're the ones that give you the contract. That's who I wanted to play with. Wanted to give you everything, you know. You know, so I you make this, you make decisions in your life. Sometimes you don't get them right, but I don't regret it. I mean, I make decisions in this day and age. I still don't get them right, but uh, <laughs> so aye, that, I could have had more caps. I should have. I should. Well, no more caps. That, that's wrong. What I'm saying. I should have been in more squads. That's for sure. But. Uh, but that was partly doing a few things. So injuries, indiscipline, and maybe being a bit daft. Brought Sunis's name up. Ah, brilliant. Wasn't it your um, managers? Mm. John Gregg gave you the, the game against Swansea. <clears throat> Is he still there when you into your first league game? Or was Joe? Was that? No, Greggy was there for the first season. Uh, so I've got everything. Hey, thank uh, John Gregg. As I say, he gave me my my first contract. 
uh, gave me my my first opportunity, uh, and I loved it. And he was different for the player that Greg he was totally on that field. He was an absolute animal. You wouldn't mess with him. But you know, away from that side of it, talking to you, coaching, he was a uh, quite quiet, unassuming. You know, just but I, I, I again somebody you respect. Uh, so I owe everything to John Greg. So the uh, absolute again that le- that word legend man he absolutely I mean I worked for three the three legends Greggy, Big Jock and Graham I mean my God I think back and then you're saying pinching I pinch myself and I go can I believe I played under they guys isn't it you still sometimes see like soon as they tell you think Christ he was my gaffer I bumped into him uh, I love Graham I love listening to him right. I think he knows the game inside out uh, brings that aura. Well, I met him, was it last year, year and a half ago? We were doing a gig, I don't know he mentioned too much about it, but uh, I was in his company for about uh, 15, 20 minutes before we went on the stage, and he was, he was class, just, uh, he, looked, he looked well, looked very well, came in, he actually said to me, he says, like, you're still in decent nick, and I'm like, oh, cheers, gaffer. But it was just lovely to see him, because, and this is where I can put a few things to people, because uh, Graham, uh, got me out of the club and he had to it was the right decision people think i would have this hatred or this hate from absolutely not all i've got is uh, respect because when they first took the job they gave me another two year in my contract and they put my wages up as well and i was going to be part of his plans but again we've just spoke about it why i wasn't part of his plans because that uh, the discipline and the injuries but uh, he was a winner. He just wants he wanted the best. So he was always going to be bringing in certain players. Or, or if you weren't up to scratch, you know, it doesn't mess about. But uh, but that 15, 20 minutes then out on stage, it was it was mag- magical. Aye. See, I think I think you touched on it. <clears throat> there is a misconception. I think yeah. if you stopped hundred Rangers fans in the street and said, "Why did you leave Rangers?" Like, oh, as soon as he did them. Right, that mm-hmm. would be the sort of perception, but time, but a couple of things. One, it's not true, and no. two, was it 1990 you left Rangers? Aye, he was yeah. there for 86. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Uh, and I used to last four years. If he uh, didn't like you, you would, you know, it's better than anybody. You wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes. Aye, and I used to, I had, well, I've seen used to, it was like two or three times I had uh, meetings with him in the office, just me and him, and it was brilliant. So it was. Uh, just sit. Now, now there you go. Me, me, Derek, me, Fergie, the Balanak, sitting in the office with Graham Sunnis, you know, having a, a wee chin wag. It was brilliant, you know, and just talking football. It was absolutely. And then Phil would come in, Phil Bosmer, or Watty would come in. It was magic. So, it's even wee things like that. And that's what that kind of, when, I, when I, I met up with him and I bumped into him for that 10, 15 minutes, it's like nothing. Changes. It's still the same. The, the respect. I mean, the respect's always going to be there, even though he let me go. And, and that's only. You get a wee bit. Of course, you're, you're upset. You're a wee bit angry because you don't want to leave Rangers. But even a year or two down the line, you think it was the right decision. So it was probably the right decision uh, for him. Probably for me as well at that time. But nah, he was. He was a class act, wasn't he? So you're in, you're in the changing rooms, right? Or at training or wherever you were when you heard the news. Soonest is coming. <laughs> Where were you and what goes through your head? Uh, I think it's, I think Coisty kind of like to think is in the usual, you get rumours and that. But you're going like that. You can't manage 
Oes, yn lenni'r gorlau, mae'r sianyn i'r tocn no ffergi. Fe leitsa, fe gerant yna and a few other boys and you can see there's a wee bit of worried looks around right. the dressing room. Uh, from my point of view, I can't speak for Vigilante, uh, Big Nizzy and all that, mere excitement because he's not just come to managers, he's going to be player manager. Oh, come on. So you're going to get the opportunity to play with Graham Sunnis. So you're like that, kind of, oof, can't believe it. Uh, but then again, then you go, he plays in my position. <laughs> <laughs> you're going, I might I, go to the right mid again. <laughs> I, I might go wide, right? So that might be a problem. But, uh, but not at all, you know, and just the way he kind of carried himself, the way he was in training, everything, everything about him, you know, it was uh, amazing. And then we go to that first game, you know, been, uh, he made the statement through Hibs, through Easter Road. I was on the bench with Big Nizzy. I remember Walter saying to us, you know, just watch the gaffer the day, you know, try and take wee bits for him. And, <laughs> and he, he's just done McCluskey. He's... <laughs> He's, rat he's rattled about three or four of them by the way. But you know, I loved about that game because they, they tried to do him. There was about, uh, there was, was it Kirkwood? The boy Kirkwood, there was Beatty, uh, there was Chisholm, uh, Cowens. They all were trying to do him. And one by one, he just swatted them away and he was just patrolled that midfield area until they get into that wee kind of stramash. Because uh, I think it was Kirkwood trying to do him. And then he just uh, got up and then he just went for McCluskey. Actually, I, just, I don't know if people remember us because I was sitting on the bench with Nizzy. See, as he was getting sent off and he was walking past, I was actually applauding him. I was like, ah. and he got, well done, gaffer. Different class. Uh, so I was mental. But he said after the game, he went, I ah, we get beat because we get beat that day too, man. He says, nobody will bully us. He says, that's, we've put out a statement today. So that's, uh, that's the way we go about our business. Uh, they used to just love him pointing at the ball every time a referee came looking for him. Aye. We'd just go, I've got the ball. Aye. Mind the ball, was it Bucharest? <coughs> oh, he's God. absolutely... And then, as the boy turned, he's made his mind up before the game, I'm doing him. He's nope. done the boy, and as the boy spun round, he looked and went, shit, I've done the wrong man. It was Aye. the wrong number. Is, it, is that the one at Ibrox? I'm sure it, No, the one remember. at Ibrox they've scored, the, and the boy, uh, he's not happy with this guy. And normally for kick-off, he doesn't take the ball. Uh, the gaffer, he doesn't want the ball, but he wanted the ball this night. And I remember him taking the ball into feet for kickoff, or just wouldn't go down. And he passes it to the boy. He made it look as if he's miscontrolled it, so that that boy and got he, it. And the boy gets it, and then well, the rest is it just goes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going. I actually went, oh yeah, bugger yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, and I'm like, I'm going, that's nuts, man. But that's just the way he was at times. Uh, oh, you didn't mess with him. There you did. But again, on the park. But away from the park, I thought he was, uh, how, how did I, I was going to say he was like a pussycat. Like, that's not the right term. No. He was brand new. He wasn't, I didn't fear him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, like sometimes you, but uh, there's that respect, there's that kind of, he's got that aura about him. And it's kind of, it, it made me smile, you know, when you're in his, in his company, in his presence. It's like being in coops, it made you smile. It made you kind of, it's just quite cool. Which is again, I love this. So when it's, it's coming to the end of your time at Rangers, mm -hmm. how did that news get delivered? It was the gaffer. Uh, it said to us that uh, Hearts were interested. And I right away says, well, I'm no. <laughs> uh, I says, I'm no good. So I still a year, I think, my contract. And he was at me for about two or three weeks. And uh, 
And I was like, I says, Gaffer, I'm, I'm, no, nah, no, for me, I'm not want to go, I'm not interested. He says, go through and speak to them. Uh, Wallace Mercer, it was. So I did go through out of respect because they had contacted them. Uh, but even in the meeting, they were, took us out to shows where, because they wanted me to move to Edinburgh for some reason. Because I think Wallace Mercer, because at that time, I was portrayed as the, this bad boy, this crazy man that was out. Uh, every night of the week. It wasn't true. I did enjoy myself, but I wasn't bad. So, you uh, said you could stay here. And I, in my mind, I'm going, nah, I'll just go back. But it was the guy, when I went back, the gaffer says, listen, you're, you're not going to play next season. He says, you'll be with the reserves most of the time. So I had a short conversation with my dad. My dad was like, what do you want to do? At the, at, at the end of the kind of week, you want to play football, don't you? And uh, so it was a hard decision. So I thought, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But I'll go, and I knew there was a few of the X Rangers boys there, I don't know. So, sing the same songs, didn't they, as well? So, I loved it. Uh, because I enjoyed my time at Hearts. I absolutely loved it. The three years I was there. I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I was. But it was it was probably the right thing. Graham wanted me out. I didn't at the time, but then there came the realisation, I was just wanting to play football. Because I love football. And that was it. So, you think... Um... I mean, you're quite open and honest, you say, I made mistakes, I've done this, I've done oh, that, I shouldn't. Do you think that helped Barry? Aye, I, 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 of course, because he'd probably heard a, a lot about his, his big brother, you know, maybe some of the antics, so maybe give him the drive that he needed. But, uh, but he need at times as well, he needed a wee kick out the backside. The kick out the backside was... I took him, didn't I? I was playing at Falkirk at the time. Barry was 18, 19, struggling to get into the first team under Walter. Uh, so I took him down on the Wednesday. He was off on the Wednesday. I was off on the Wednesday. So I picked him up, took him down to Brockville. I gave him a guided tour of Brockville, which took two fucking minutes. Swearing it because I got him outside and I went like that. I says, you remember where you're going back to the Mora? Says you're going back to Rangers, you're back to Ibrooks. Have a wee look about you because and I think I can I was just trying to shock him a wee bit. And that's I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Falkirk because it was I mean, they got a lovely stadium now and they're a good, a good club, but the place was crumbling, it was horrible at that time. So I was just trying to show him and go, ah, listen, this is what you've got. Don't waste it. So so partly a wee bit of that, he would have looked at me and went, He's made mistakes, I'll not make the mistakes. 
And then that was me just trying to reinforce it and go, listen, you don't want it to be going here, there, or everywhere. Try and make it here at Rangers, you know. And sometimes you've got to be patient. I'm wasn't the, the most patient. Barry isn't he either. But uh, I was just trying to get that message through to him. What would you say is different between you two? Yeah, uh, ten and a half, nearly eleven years. Aye. So you've got a kind of different relationships. You no, know, that like, my boys are dead close. We're yeah. kind of—I was more like a kind of like a father figure, or like yeah. a kind of an uncle. I yeah. just, again, with Barry, just wanted—I want—I was desperate for him to be a football player first and foremost. Uh, but then what he went on to be was unbelievable. Captain of Rangers, not just a Rangers first team player. Uh, class is a legend, a top player, Scotland captain as well, a magnificent career. So he kind of surpassed everything. Now, it's just, and I don't know, you, you talk about your boys, you just want them to be a player. Yeah. But then sometimes they just go a different stratosphere and Barry just kicked on big time, which would be magic. Aye, and it's just bizarre how sometimes you get these families mixed. These, to be fair, there was two or three mm-hmm. of them that could play at football, the state. Uh, McAdams, right? Tam and Colin right, and stuff. Aye. And then you've got the Fergusons, mm-hmm. and you've got yourself, um, the brother, and now your boy. And Barry's boy, is he playing somewhere down south as well? I, I think, uh, is it the, I don't know, the, is it a conference? Uh, he's down aye, south, aye. I'm not sure. But he's playing, he's, he's playing aye, at a, a good level. Aye, I mean, is that just no, bizarre? Is it, is it, can he just be genetics? Or can he just be a fluke of nature? Uh, it, it probably, and I have a laugh about this, probably the best player. And my family is uh, an engineer. Who's that? Darren, my Who's oldest. That aye. But uh, shouldn't they say this? He's a lazy bugger at times. And maybe that's, he wasn't as driven. See, that's the other thing. You need all the wee bits and pieces. Yeah. No, they use having the uh, the most ability or you've got the best touch, you see passes, you score goals. You need to have that mentality, that drive, that wee bit of devilment about you, uh, and that comes with, uh, with inside. Darlin never probably had that, and probably Ross to a certain extent. But our Lewis, I mean, our Lewis would come in here and he'd, he'd be nice as pie he is, and he'd, he'd knock the hell out of us, I know. If he had to, he's just like that, he's just the way he is. Uh, so he, he's he got, you could see that in him. He had the knockback, for, let go at 14 for Rangers, told he wasn't good enough. He took it in the chat and went, okay. So Aki's take him in. Uh, loved his time at Aki's. Uh, got his first team debut, 17, 18. And then he's just kicked on for there. But what a mentality he's got. Uh, allied with, uh, he can play a bit, as we know now. He's, uh, he does a bit of everything. So, but he's so driven. You know, I don't need to worry. And he, a, a fantastic attitude. I think I, the one thing I would say that I, I've tried to do with my boys is make them good people, respectful, you know, whoever they're speaking to, you know, whether it's, whether it's, they were talking to the king, I was going to say the queen there, God bless the queen, but uh, the king or somebody that's a, a, a down and out, you treat them the exact same, that's always been marking, that's the way I was brought up, so that's what my boys are like, and Lewis is like that, so he has. Uh, I remember him playing against, it was at Hamilton, Rangers were playing away, mm-hmm. he played, I've been about 17, 18 at the time. 18, so it'd be 18. Aye, and I just remember seeing something there. And do you know, I still, I said to my a couple of pals, and, I'll, and, it, and it, it still rings true to this day, as you see that boy there, Rangers will realise he's good enough to play for Rangers when Rangers can't afford time to play for Rangers. God and I still, and then I watched him at Aberdeen, and, mm-hmm. and it, I, I, I didn't see that move coming to, you know, abroad so early for him, and what, what a move it's turned out to be. Um, 
And I said that when he was 17, 18. And I don't know, maybe it was because I've got you know, such fond memories of you playing for Rangers when I was mm -hmm. a kid watching you and then obviously your brother playing and, and that automatically gets, mm -hmm. you know, a wee bit more attention. And I probably watched his game more than I watched any other 18-year-old playing for Hamilton that day against Rangers. Um, but I remember saying that. I said, yeah, we're a player there. And I think that's sometimes a snobbery, certainly with the fans and mm -hmm. potentially with some people within the club. That um, If you're Johnny Foreigner at three million quid, there's more a chance of playing for Rangers than a Lewis that could have cost us a couple of hundred grand, if anything. And you know the, 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 the sometimes we're guilt. Sometimes we're guilty, Craig. It's staring you right in the face, you know, and you should just go and get it. Uh, I thought there was an opportunity there, and you're right. Sometimes I seen a lot of stuff. My, well, my boys show me they're on the what is it the Facebook and all that, or that social media and all that, and some of the stuff that. Was getting says about Lewis, you know, and you're, you're like, ah, like, never, he's never good enough, and that, and that's fair enough. Everybody's got their own opinions, but I just kind of myself, and it's no been blase about it. I just, I kind of know deep down that he is good enough, and in time, he would prove that, and and he's he's done that. But uh, I think credit to him is the way he's conducted himself as well, because sometimes on this social media, you'd be quite easy to react, but. But no, they are talking on the park, and that's what he's done. Uh, but I just think, no, just with Lewis, I think there's some other players that that are there that we have like kind of have no went for when it's when it's clear to see. It's as if you, it's like there, it's there. Go and get it. But oh no, it's not. It's like on the park. Sometimes it's play the easy pass, play the simple pass, and players go, and oh, no, that's too easy. I look for the more difficult pass. No, no, just go and get it. And I think there's been opportunities, not just with Lewis, with other players, uh, that we have we should look at the Scottish market at times a wee bit more. Look at Walter. Walter did it at times and he'd done it brilliantly. So it's, it's, I, I remember one of the ones who was it we signed the same day? Two for Dundee United, Alec Cleland and another one. Oh. Terrible. Can't remember. And at the time I thought that boy Alec Cleland would not play much Bowen, for us. Gary Bowen. Gary Bowen. Uh, but it was it was Alec Cleland that didn't want to have the, the bigger uh, impact. But I think it not so much when you were coming through, because the team was probably predominantly Glasgow and even Scottish. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on and then it became quite an international team and then the advocate area we've seen sometimes with a team with no Scots in it. Mm -hmm. And see for that time forward, I spoke to Bob Malcolm about this month or two ago. I said, I felt like at least you and um, Boris Ross and stuff, you know, at the same era. There might only have been two or three Scottish players in the team at that time. Mm -hmm. See if you had one misplaced pass, and I'm talking about two or three uh, degrees yeah. out, no sky out of the bar. Oh, the crowd would go for you. See if you were like, a wee winger for Italy. Bobby and Shalotti or something. I know, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. I had the experience with Barry. I was going to games when Barry was playing, and Barry would be playing uh, terrifically well, but he would, if he played one loose pass, he would get stick, and I would be scratching my head and going like that. He's having a great game, and then you're right, somebody that was, they spent uh, a fortune on, big wages, if he made three or four mistakes, they weren't on his back. I know, it's a shame, but do you know, it's just the way it is, And but I think, and it's just my opinion, that I think the Scottish, most of the Scottish guys can handle that, and that's what's a mess, because I sit Sometimes I do the podcast with we Charlie as well. Sometimes that's what we have about us. Uh, we might not be the best players, or, but 
sometimes there's a wee gallusness about us. We've got a wee bit of belief about ourselves and we're able to take that criticism. And that's why I'm saying we, we, we lose because Lewis has had that. Lewis is a massive Rangers fan. He, he never misses a game, you know, and even though he's your boy, sometimes he, he flick it and he's sitting there with his, his Rangers t-shirt and all that. He loves Rangers anytime he's back. When was the last game he came back? Uh, and there he, he went himself to the game. Is that right? Aye, because the boys were playing. His two brothers were playing. So, and he just, he, he dived in. He got a ticket, last minute ticket. Right, and, and, I wrote, and I said that, he says a steward. And I was going in, can I was a wee double take? Because the hood up and all that and the, uh, the old jaggy bonnet and that. I love the Rangers, so he does. Do you know, it was, it was funny. Uh, Seville, right? Mm. Spent four days with a boy who's playing for an SPFL team now. Can he say his name? Because he's fucking, <laughs> don't let him out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his, his own fans might give him a hard time. And we were staying at the resort a couple of years, maybe an hour and a half away, for four days. And then the day of the game, we get the bus up. So we had to jump in mm -hmm. to this hotel. He was picking his tickets up for yeah. an agent or something to add in football. We walked into this hotel reception, I'm telling you, there's like half the SPF <laughs> <laughs> right? And I'm going, did you know he was one of yours? Right? There and you go. Uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, uh, you know, you cannot, if you, and it's the same for referees, by the way, and journalists, right? Mm -hmm. You're in the west of Scotland and you're into football. It's a 99% chance you support either Rangers or Celtic, right? But see the minute you're a football player, a referee, or a journalist, uh, you're yeah. not allowed to be I know. either. And you mm -hmm. go, that's crazy. You know what I mean? That's how we look. See, when we went to Aberdeen, mm -hmm. that was my worry. You know, like, whose uncle was, whose dad was, were they going to accept him? And by God, after the first two or three games, oh, they, they took to him big time. Because although he's a Rangers supporter, he was uh, employed by Aberdeen football, Derek McInnes and the fans, he bought right in here. He gave them everything. So he did. And again, when he came up against, he scored a few goals against us and Celtic. But that's just the type of boy he is. So, but uh, no, nah, and uh, that's a you're saying like you might go. I didn't know he was a Ranger support. That's that's brilliant. The next I mean, time you're watching again, hi, that's, <laughs> see this hotel reception. Uh, now, there was loads of folk that me Malky Murray was floating about ex Rangers chairman. Uh, uh, um, <clears throat> there was a lot of Rangers hospitality mm. uh, people that we didn't, you know, uh, you know their faces for going to the games and stuff. And then I'm like. Oh, you know, play for me. Uh, right, I swear to God, there must have been ten, uh, including the boy we were with, right? And uh, my George, I've been I've known him for years before he played in a, a first team game. Um, so I've known his, you know, his family and all that. They're all mad, bear, mad bears. Uh, um, but the best ones, they're just going, I'm right, all the place. Brilliant. Uh, that's mad. So the that's the, uh, the uh, I see Aberdeen. You're saying about Aberdeen. I was working the motor trade for a bit. 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. And managing jobs and sales, sales, and all that carry on. And one of the garages we were in was getting sold. And the company I was with was called was Reg Vardy. And they um they'd said, Well, you can stay with the company that's buying the garage, you'll keep your job gone, mm -hmm. or stay with us. Might mean working away from home for a wee while oh, we yeah. get another garage. I I'll, I'll do that. Guy comes in, Aberdeen garage, I guess the Renault garage in Europe at the time. So they run into Aberdeen. General manager comes in, says, Craig, you want to stay with the com club uh, company? Would you come and work for us for a few months and fill in this role? And I'm like, oh, I'll do that, I'll do that. Aye. <clears throat> right, no bother. Writes his name down, he went, just report to him a week on Monday. I says, I can't come. What? You told me you're coming. I'm like, I can't come. 
Who knows? I said, I can't work for him. So what are you talking about? I mean, Neil Simpson done Ian Durant. Oh, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, what are you talking about? I says, mate, I'd end up fucking martyring him. Mm -hmm. I says, I couldn't go in a night or a pint after work with that guy, with, let alone working mm -hmm. at home. I mm -hmm. went, it's not happening. And he burst out laughing and he says, it's not that one you're half right. He's English, right? I nearly never took the job because I thought it was that. him, right? Uh, and he goes up. And they used to take the buses in, the waste support, uh -huh. into uh, Aberdeen through this industrial estate that the garage was on. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> a couple of Saturdays in, they're playing Selig. And the general manager's like me, see Saturday, see the, the game get, we'll get an hour's worth of business and be there in the middle of the game on because nobody will come near here because all the mm -hmm. Selig buses is coming up and then coming away at night. He's like, but I'll ask you today. Well, no see punters. <clears throat> I wasn't kidding, right? Guys, I'd just like to take a, a minute to talk to you about NordVPN, which is a company that I use their services. I use it majority of the time when I'm traveling abroad, when I want to uh, keep up to date with the programs I'm watching at the time, or more importantly to me, um, the sports that I want to watch when I'm abroad. So it doesn't matter where I am in the world, I can still watch the channels and the games and the sports that I want to. It also gives me security and some privacy that I'm looking for when I'm browsing the internet. They've got an exclusive huge discount available to viewers of the podcast, and they'll give you an additional four months free on top of whichever package you go on if you use our, our code. To get that, plus a 30-day, no quibble, uh, money-back guarantee, all you need to do is log on to nordvpn.com backslash Craig, C-R-A-I-G, and that'll get you the exclusive discount plus the four months free on top of whichever package you go for. So go and give them a look, guys. And certainly I've had no problem using them in the times I'm traveling abroad when I mostly use them. Thank you very much. So he's like, that's it, finished. Look, there's a bus. He's starting to come up. So I was smoking at the time. And I'm like, hey, Jake and walked out to get a fag. So I'm standing just outside the garage, traffic lights. Well, the Celtic bus, he started. Yeah, thankfully, I wasn't the Sons of Truth guy at that time because one of them might have recognized my coupon in Battle <laughs> right? So I'm starting. At the lights, these three buses are stopped. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. General manager runs out the garage. Gone in all, gone in all, gone in all. And I'm like, gone in all what? Are you here to go for square go with him? I, mean, I, don't <laughs> I don't think you know how much you know I'm at how uh -huh. daft I am. But you actually think I'm I, well, I know what you are like doing it or use widgets are like. I'm like, mate, no fucking stupid, I'm on fifty them. And you never never took a job because of Neil Neil Simpson. Uh -huh. But um I, I think um and back to what I was saying about, about Lewis, you know 
I'm sure I've seen a clip as the start of this season scored and an assist for Juventus. Against Juventus? Oh, aye, aye. Aye, he's... Uh, he's, he's just bought into the culture and everything as well. It, see, Bologna, it, it's hard to describe unless you're there. They, they love him there. They just love that it's a, it's a Scottish boy. He's over there. He speaks the language. Uh, he's bought into the culture. It just does does a lot to like, and it's a for me as a as a dad, you know, it's quite surreal. I mean, I love I love my wee trips certainly. I love going to watch them, but it's a, it's I when I go there, then I can enjoy myself. And what I mean by that, you know, I have a couple of wee share bits here and there, but I can become a real supporter. I mean, I still am working. Did you know do that at Aberdeen, Derek? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, which is, do you know what I mean? It's difficult because, you know, I'd seen the reaction when the Rangers uh, fans came, you know, the way that in that hatred was there, it was horrible. But it's mere kind of when I go there to Bologna and it's an old fashioned stadium and just, uh, just got a great feel about it. And I just love that he's happy. You know, see, at the end of the day, and that was my end boys, just want them to be happy. Uh, and he's happy. He's, he's, he's got a great life and I, do you know I don't know if he'll come back for a long time you know I think he'd like to play one of his <clears throat> ambitions is to play in the English Premiership but I could see him been there in Italy for a, a right few years I mean he's, he signed that but he's still got four years in his contract right. so they, they gave him a, an improved offer an improved deal sorry at the end of the season because that's how much they think of him so he didn't ask for it they approached him Put another year on his contract and gave improved wages, so uh, he's in a good place. I know, fair play him. I mean, I'll need to start. I did watch, I was flying through the old Digibox thing mm. um, six right. months ago, and this popped up. I went, Oh, there's there, and I started watching him. And he seemed to just be controlling everything. And I'm sure they get he scored one coming in, he put the boss at an inside right channel, cut in with against you, to get his goal. Would that be right? Or he set one up like that? And I uh, there's a few, he scores all different types of goals as well, but the motor, the manager, plays him in a kind of advanced role. Uh, I thought he would be more suited, you know, in that kind of sitting role, dictating play and using his physicality. But now he plays him further forward and then he plays him off, off the wide left or a wide right. So, again, it's an absolute education. And uh, just loving every minute. Yeah. Since he's 22. He's get, get 24. Get, 24. Sorry, he's got eight years left at a, a good oh. level. So he stayed in Italy, even get one or two moves. Because Italians seem to do that. They do a lot of moving within the country. Mm -hmm. And then, if, you know, 27, uh, 28, he could still easily get a, well, a gig in England. Uh, well, there's been a bit of interest there as well. You know, uh, and you're right. They do their business differently over there. You know, so there's been a few inquiries. I'll know name any teams. So, which is nice. It's good for good for him. It's uh, good for his confidence as well. So, but no, he, but he's just happy there at Bologna. As I say, the lifestyle. I mean, Bologna's famous for its food. He likes his food, so he does. Uh, takes us out when we go out there to some lovely restaurants. Too nice for me. So it is. I don't do make kebabs. I, I know. I don't, don't don't even go there. But I. It's they're nice. I sometimes I, I don't do posh. I don't like posh. So I hate getting dressed up, as you can see. <laughs> you know, I mean I'm I'm casual wearing all that and trackies and all that, but uh, takes us into some nice places and uh, but nah, it, it just suits him down to a tea. Is it something you ever had an option of doing in your career? Uh, or... 
There was talk, I mean, Nicky Walker going to Seville. Believe it or Seville, believe it or no. That was under Big Jock. Uh, and also, <coughs> excuse me, down to Chelsea as well. But certainly Seville, uh, I would, I would, nah, that wouldn't have uh, floated my boat. There was no, just the reasons I gave you earlier. I didn't want to go to Hearts. You know, I wanted to stay at Rangers. Uh, could I have done what Lewis has done? No, I'm far too immature for that, you know, so I'm a... Uh, in your 50s. <laughs> Aye, I still couldn't do it. <laughs> but, uh, but he, <clears throat> he takes everything in his, in his stride. Uh, I couldn't have done it. Uh, I'd need to have been in my playing career, 28, 29. You know, we married, the kids are in me. I couldn't have done that. What age were you in your left range? I mean, you but Lucy's age just now. Still 140, 150 games, something like that. Aye, you know, should have been more. I, I get that. And, uh, but then I look back and what I've said earlier, you know, when you look at some of the quality that was in that midfield, Sunnis, Wilkins, uh, Durant, Ian Ferguson comes, Ian Ferguson, St. Man, top player, brilliant guy. So it was it's a tough ask to get into a, a Rangers midfield, you know, because uh, you're expected to win things. So, if you're no a seven, eight out of ten, you're not getting on that side. So, ah, uh, you can you can look back and say I should have played more, should have done this, but uh, I tend not to do that. Listen, you've done something 140 times more than I've ever done, and the 99.99% of people, mm -hmm. Rangers supporters, never done. So you know, you only played 140 games. By the time he was 22, you have no laugh. It's amazing, um, and I think. You, Shuggy, David, these you know, recent guests that I've had on, they're all blue noses. Aye. And oh. I think it's fair to say that you appreciated every minute and every oh. game and <clears throat> no regrets. You can't have any. Privileged position, honestly. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not being blase. Privileged position that I was there for seven years. I look at it, I was there for I was 12 year old till I was 23 right. because I love my time as an S form, been in there all the time. But the thing is, I'm still involved with Rangers in terms of we go to kind of Q&As where they kind of wee bit of after dinner speaking, you know, at Rangers clubs. So the connection's still there and you're still getting asked to go to these places, going up to uh, Stornoway, Lewis and Harris, Rangers supporter club in a couple of weeks. You know, so they're still asking you to go and turn it. And I love that. I love that connection. Still go to that connection. And uh, somewhere down the line, I would love or Lewis to be at it. So would he, I, th I think, but I kind of don't see that. I, I just see him playing abroad for a long time and then maybe in the English Premiership. But uh, but I'm th no, but I'm thankful for the the career that I've had. You know, I played to was 38 as well. Yep. Played with a lot of other different clubs. If it wasn't for injury, again, my knee, I'd have kept playing because I just love the game. Didn't he play for a team that I used to go and watch in Sunderland when I, I worked for Red Valley? They were the sponsor. Great. I worked in their, their red office down there for a, a good 18 months, two years. So any of my week games, I'd go and watch them. How did that move come about? Uh, well, there was a wee inquiry, uh, obviously, because Terry was there, Terry Butcher, uh, just testing the water. And I was asked the question, do you want to go down and have a chat? And I did. I've been doing my ball with Murdo. Uh, spoke to Big Terry, they had plans and that, and they were in the kind of first division at that time. And and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I love Big Terry Butcher uh, as a captain. He had a real influence on me. He was a winner, so it was kind of. And I had the three year, and I'll, I'll be 
I'll be honest here, the, one of the reasons was, was I had, uh, had my, my first uh, child, but uh, she passed away after seven weeks, uh, we long, with a heart condition. So at the time, speaking to my missus, I thought we can uh, change a change of scenery, get away, uh, plus Terry. So we went there. So I was there for two, two and a half year, two and a half, three years at the Sunderland. Wonderful people, wonderful fans. Maybe never, I never was probably at my best in terms of quite, a, that, that, that's probably one of the times I think I'm, I'm, maybe I look back and I'm a wee bit embarrassed that I should have done better. But certainly that first year, my, my head was oil the ship, you know, with the wee and as was Carol, you know, so it was a tough time. Uh, but what I would say, the, the fans down there uh, were, it was Roker Park, we played it. Uh, they were they were magnificent with me, so they were they were great. Uh, so enjoy, I, listen, you were down there, the great people, weren't they? Yeah. I loved it down there. I, I know, I'd, I'd, I'd just said many of mm-hmm. uh, an experience down there. And the, the time I was down there, it was the stadium of light they were in. Mm-hmm. And what a, what a venue this was. Um, we used to do, because we were the lead sponsor, I worked in the training department for a, a while. Right. So we would use sometimes the offices in there to deliver oh, right. um, sales training. So I was in and out of the club quite a lot. And they were, at that time, they were just building the academy, like their, their set which I've not seen. Um, mm-hmm. But I know a few people that have been doing, and it's apparently out of this world. Yeah. But that's another club that um, some of my Newcastle, i got a few pals that are Newcastle fans, and that only came about through a hatred uh, Mike Ashley when we were doing a protest and stuff. And right. I, Became friendly with some Newcastle fans, and they'll be they, they watch all my podcasts, and they'll be like, oh, "Yeah, dirty, right? you'll be getting it, I'll be getting it, right? Yeah, like you'll be getting it." No, I love the place, and I think as a club, it's a club that's lower than where it should be. Now it just uh, needs somebody to get it. That's a big throat. club. That's yeah. a mass. Sunderland is a massive club. So as I'm forgetting, that Alec was there. Yeah. Aye, uh, Alec done really well at Sunderland. So he did. But they're, no, they were just the Roker Roar, as it was called. Uh, I've not been in the stadium. I've like I've been asked to go down two or three times today, like in a half time draw on that. But that, I'm being honest, what I said earlier, I'm a wee bit embarrassed that because I never played as well as what I should have, uh, and I know I shouldn't feel like that. But I, there, there is just inside me that when you've no kind of gave of your of your best, and I wasn't at my best. I mean, I had, I had a car crash down there as well, a bad one. I ro- wrote off a car, but had three were new signings in the motor. I know, you're laughing at, you know what I mean? So my head was all over the place at, at, at times down there. And I Terry... Did you run around about or something? I will, instead of going around the roundabout, I thought I'll go right through it. Aye, a big concrete, aye, big concrete roundabout. I'll just go 70 miles an hour right into it. So there's four of you in the motor and aye, three and new signings and you're, you're the one Everyone got injured bar me. And when I went to see the car... Two or three days later, which was wrote off, the guy says it was amazing that the engine had ended up where my legs were. Sorry. Aye. And it scared the shit out of me when he told us that. So, again, uh, you know, I've said earlier, I shouldn't laugh at that because uh, I'm accident prone sometimes. <laughs> but I was, no, there's, it was Ian Rogerson, Phil Gray, uh, and big Gary uh, Melville, big Welsh guy. They had to drag them out the motor because uh, they were all hurt. Aye, they were all hurt, and then I'm standing there. I'm fine, and I'm like, ah, no, the only one that should have been hurt was me, and I'm unscathed. Aye, crazy. Was Big Richard still with a gaffer at the time? 
Aye, he had to come and get us for the police station as well. So, which a lot of people don't know this. <laughs> You've been so, in a police station, so, Terry, I, haven't you? I don't. I've been in a few police stations uh, throughout my career. Uh, so I have. So that was another one that Big Tell had to come and get me. So and that's because he must have been going like that. Car crash. Uh, uh, four of them. Well, three are in hospital. Uh, and then he comes and gets me. So I, uh, I, 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 I get done for dangerous driving. There was no drink, no drink involved. So I get fined two was it two and a half grand in band for a year. So I've got a vague memory of this thing, and I don't uh, know how I can remember roundabout. But I just remembered it. I couldn't remember it being that serious. To be honest, I've, I'm trying. I didn't know the, the place that well because it was in pre-season. So I just come round a bend. At 70 mile an hour, which I shouldn't have been. Of course, I shouldn't. Have. And there was a big concrete roundabout and just wallop. Yeah, the place is full of roundabouts. <laughs> is it? Well, I, well, I found that out, didn't I, the hard way? That's what these school brains But this was a big aye. I just, it was doing at the sea, seafront as well. Can, I can remember roughly. Just, do, you, do you remember where the Marriott Hotel was? The sea, right in Seaburn? I know we're Seaburn, not right. I. Marriott was a Seaburn. That's what I lived in there for 18 months. All right. <laughs> and, uh, I think they used to put a few of the players in. See, there was, was a young Irish boy that at the start, yeah, he, maybe about 18 to 20 uh, age. And he, uh, he, so we'd be having a, a few beers and that, and you'd see the wee boy come in having his nice, you know, sensible dinner and uh, disappear up to his room at off nine. So within six months, you've seen him come inside the way he's a kebab and all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, son, <laughs> you're not going to do this, are you? Uh, I, I, I stayed in, the, in Durham, Royal County. Mm-hmm. We were in there. Uh, we stayed in there for about six months in the hotel. I loved it. Carol wanted it. I got to know the, the staff and that. Afternoon tea when you get in for training, oh, you cup of tea. Ah, we scone and jam and all. I loved Scored all that. So I did, and then you had the leisure centre uh, in the hotel. I loved everything about that. But uh, I, I made. I, there you go. I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> Ted, reminding me the roundabouts and I Sunderland. You had amnesia. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. Aye. Oh, so you went. Um, did you play against? You played. I, I remember seeing. You and Barry, and I'm sure Rangers wore the red strip for some reason. That's I've, I've, I've got played against Barry with Dunfermline. Aye, many times you play against him. Just the once, just that that was it. Was it? Aye. I thought it must have been must no. have been more than that. No, that was it. Uh, the one was it two nothing that day. I can remember we were in a purple. Who's they? What? They? <laughs> see when that, that, that um, see when you play against, oh, and, like and the way I remember that because I want to win. Oh, yeah. Of course I do. Uh, no, the crew is that. Who had the best in the midfield, but you're him. Do you know something? We weren't kind of near each other. It was quite weird because he was playing a wee bit uh, deeper, yeah. and my role at Dunfermline was to play just in front of the back four. So it was. So we never kind of came into contact uh, a lot, to be honest with you. But, uh, but no, he had a good game. Of course he did. Okay, uh, kicker? No, really. No. Uh, big Amoruso and that was playing that day. and uh, they were good to control the game. It's like, and it, it gives you because I played against Rangers a number of times, you know, and you know how difficult I'd say. It's, so that's the the thing that you remember when you're at Rangers when you play. You have like seventy percent of the play. You're control the game, uh, but when you go up your other side, of it, you know how hard it is. You have, you don't have the ball. You've got to work your backside off. You've I mean, get your moments, you'll go to take them. But uh, now, nah, Barry played well that day. They won 2 nothing. And that's, that's the only time we, we come up against each other. Aye, bizarre. And 
did, my memory right enough, Rangers wore the red top. For some mad reason, got a vision <coughs> of Harry with the, he with did, the red one. Was it red and white? Aye, aye. I think it was. I, I do remember I was, we were in purple because it was a shocker. The purple strip, so it was. So, so right. see, see if we just take Rangers away for a minute, right? I'm just going to read this out to you. Imagine this is anybody else's career, right? Hearts, Sunderland, Falkirk, Dunfermline, Portadown, Partick, Adelaide, <laughs> Ross County, Clyde Bank, Alloa, Hamilton, Ray Rovers. No, even, is that it? <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> see if you took Rangers out of that. That's still some career, isn't it? I bet the most important one is the Ranger. Aye, it uh, kind, kind of helps a bit, but, uh, you know, when you... When you I think what I'm trying to say is I love football, uh, but I love the restrooms. I love players. I love people. I love being in the restrooms. I've, I've always enjoyed that. And I think when you look at the list, uh, I've been in some great restrooms. I've enjoyed it. Some great characters as well. It's been, an, honestly, an absolute blast. I've loved that. And as a vacuum I've played, and I had a plan of attack. I, I, I stopped playing at Wraith. I was 38. 38 and a half. That was going to, I wanted to play into my forties, but I wanted to play junior football as well. I wanted to play all the leagues, and then I wanted to finish off in the junior football. And my belief was because I, I think there's some good players in junior football. There's always uh, there was this belief that it was just oh, you just kick you up and down the park. It's a physical game. I used to go and watch at times some some junior games, you know, and I used to go like that. He could have made it, but. Might have been a wee bit of kind of luck here and there, or for for whatever reason. But I wanted to play in every kind of level, so if my knee hadn't have gave way. No, I would have. I'd have played. So was it your decision, or did somebody tell you? Surgeon, that's that? surgeon told me, scared the shit out of me. Told me that if I didn't stop playing, well, like that, he says you get kids. I says I got three boys. At the moment, he says, well, if you want to be running about with them, stop playing just now because your knee is in poor shape so i done that so I, I, I had to you know what i mean so it, it scared it, 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 it scared the shit out of me and that first morning when you wake up and you're no going training how's that feel it's a killer so it is and then the last thing that carol needs or the boys need is uh an ex-football player moaning and bumping and, and about the house so i had to find something else you know and i did you know i kind of went into a bit of part-time football so that keeps you busy keeps you motivated then i started working on the schools uh done a little bit with that uh, with a, a company called soccer curriculum and that was the kind of ranger celtic thing going into schools uh the part-time stuff i, I worked i was player uh, player manager with clay bank for a couple of seasons and then we stood rare and then I went into working with show racism red card working in schools. But I quite enjoyed that. I quite enjoyed getting into the schools, not just primary high schools, you know, a bit of coaching in the schools as well. So so but keep yourself busy, keep yourself out of trouble. Uh I think that's important to keep that that going and, and then podcasts and doing other wee things and still involved in the football. I mean you, you need you need to keep busy. And that's the worry when guys of finishing their career, they've they've made their money, you need to find something else, you know, because it, you're just start crazy. So you need to, you need to do something. I I mean you went on quite a, a bit longer than your average professional, probably mm. still retired maybe thirty two to thirty four is probably the norm. Mm. And when you consider 
your time at Rangers started when you were 12, 13. So I could be 20 years out of somebody's life, man and boy. Mm. And then suddenly stopped. The dressing room banter stopped. The morale, the, the team ethos, all of this stops. And one midnight, one night, some of the big bell goes ding, over. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's any wonder that you see a lot of ex-players mm -hmm. lifting into obscurity and mm -hmm. maybe you know, their life becomes a shadow that it should be. Um, <clears throat> and when you see guys like yourself that are still on and still doing this, and you know, doesn't he? You had a great time, and there's no, you know, you're not trying to still live off of that. You know, oh, I wish that, you know, no, this was bad, and I should never have left. Range. Just go on with it. Um, Craig, I'm still trying to have a great time. That's uh, that's a problem for I think for my missus. I'm still trying to have a good time. So my, I don't want to grow up to Bunsy as well. So I, I think that's why I enjoy getting into schools because although I was getting a a message across, I was doing it in a different way because you're telling football stories. And bring a wee bit of humour into it, and I think that's important. It's important that you can laugh with people. You can laugh at yourself, uh, but that was that's the biggest thing. You just you're, you're talking about it. that dressing room. Dress rooms are magic for the first when you walk in. Well, you're nine o'clock in the morning. Well, it's half nine to to you go training. It's hilarious. The characters, the banter. Ah, that, that's the, you'll you never get that back. Of course you don't. But you try and replicate it in other ways. So. I've tried to find that. So I, say, I still cover games of football. I still go there. I still talk to the punters. I still get that wee buzz. It's a Saturday. You're going to a game. I love that. Well, I think um, there'll be loads of people out there that have got kids that play football. There'll be kids that play football in their teenagers, possibly watch these mm. podcasts. I don't think I'm a bit old for some of them, but you never know. You shouldn't have swore then. No, you're right. I've got a beeper. I can edit <laughs> it. Um, if you could give them one bit of advice, anybody out there that's want to emulate what you've done and, you know, um, copy this a career that you, great career that you had, what, what bit of advice would you give them if you could narrow it down to one? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Let, uh, and then you're saying down to one. Just enjoy it. Listen to what people are telling you uh, and just be respectful. That's it. And work hard. But it's, it's, it, they're simple. So see, that's the way I thought of the game. I thought... When I was playing, it was a pretty simple game in terms of your touch and get people to make a difference. But your attitude towards it, enjoy it. I mean, I, I think there's some guys that just think about, oh, it's going to make me rich, it's going to make me money. Don't think about that. First and foremost, it's fun. Go and enjoy it. Then you you meet the characters, so you enjoy them, you respect them, and, and then just work hard, get your all. Come on, Quick fire ones just to finish mm -hmm. finish off, Derek. Um, I don't think I need to ask your best players you played with. I think I can guess that that'd be David Cooper. Absolutely, it's a shadow of doubt. Can, and I've played with some cracking players, great players. Yeah. Uh, and I'm putting Sunis in there as well. Yeah. And the Ray Wilkins, Coop, head and shoulders above them. So taking Coop out of the equation, right. who's the second best player you played with? <laughs> oh, it would no, Vigilante's up there, of course, he has. Uh, it's going to be Graham. It's going to be Graham soonest. I, I, mean, I don't think Taranty would follow me for that one. No. <laughs> and, um, best stadium you played in, oh. apart from Ibrox? God, that's a good question. I played abroad a few times. Uh, I'll actually go, I'm going to go with the old Wembley. I remember playing in the old Wembley. Schoolboy. Schoolboy, aye. Under 15s as well. Uh, 90,000. I remember that even. And that was all the, the history that comes with that. 
against England. It was nothing each, right enough. It wasn't probably the greatest game, but aye. Wembley, that was because I remember I talked about the, the Wembley turf, the surface, and it was it was a it was immaculate compared to the the parts that we played on. So I remember that that was one of the oh. that's a iconic stadium. Yeah, I played for Rangers months later. I, I know <laughs> crazy on it. Schoolboy International one week, man. playing against Swansea next week. So see that team was it the Scottish team at the time? Any of them going to better things? And anybody in the England team that you can remember playing that went on? Eh. Uh, Tony Shepherd was the one he played. I uh, played Big Tall Bond Boy. Aye, for Celtic. Uh, David Winnie mm-hmm. played in that side. Martin. Uh, uh, St. Martin. St. Martin. Aye. He went up to, I think he went to Iceland as well. Aye, and David. Remember any of your opposition? Really, to be honest, with you. to be fair, I should apologise. Your age, it was seventy-five years ago. I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> that was a few years ago, that wasn't it? When you, I know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I asked a question last week. They went bigger up. It's forty years year ago. ago. I know. I know. It's it's funny how sometimes things just come to you like that, and then when you're asked, I posed a question. Do you want to know what happened? I'll be driving up the road, and then I'll come into my head. I'll need to text you, you later. Remember the whole England Aye. team. <laughs> <laughs> so the um. What's the biggest game you ever played in? Uh, and this is going to sound, I don't know if this is going to sound right. Uh, every time I, I turned out for the Rangers, honestly. And people go, ah, it's a bit soppy and that. But, but it was, that's, that's all. At the end of the day, through the teams, you talk about a kind of career. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to play with Rangers. Uh, and the my biggest moment was signing with Rangers, going up the stairs with my dad coming back down, look, looking at him, he's happy, I'm happy. Uh, so, no, nah, it was every time I represented Rangers. And the hardest opponent they ever came up against? When I mean hard, tough, tough. Physically? Or... Aye. You Terry, you Terry Herlock. If I hadn't have got jumped about four foot in the air, he'd have half me in two. <laughs> I was playing with Hearts and that was, uh, I was only at Hearts a year then because uh, Graham had signed them. So I did, uh, so to be Terry, uh, guys like Roy Aitken as well, played against Big, Big Roy, they were tough. Granty, uh, Granty nah, was alright, he wasn't that. Nah, we Terry, we usually be Captain Caveman. I get that, I remember him signing thinking this boy's nuts. About, and, the other thing he could play, it's, it's it's against like John Brown syndrome. Everybody thinks Terry Harlock, John Brown, John Brown as well. There you go. But there's a. a <laughs> did you play against me? Dundee. Play aye, but well, there's a wee toss up, isn't it? I'm trying to think of the two of them now. But, by the way, Bombers in the mix there and all. That's a hard thing. Aye. Aye. I was not he put Sunnis in his backside a couple of times. That's why he signed him. So but we Terry, we Terry it was he's formidable. But like Bomber, I sort of try to get to they could play, they knew the game, they could play good players. Oh, I love about that. I picked two bells. <laughs> and last question about players. Who, who, who's uh, the best player you played against? Uh, and that's a simple one. It's it's easier played against quite a few like to get a mention, it, I mean, our, our biggest rivals, you, you think about Paul McStay, but the best player that I played against, and I came across him as a schoolboy uh, player with Scotland, uh, was Paul Gascoigne. You played against him? 
<clears throat> yep, as an 18-year-old. That wasn't schoolboy football. That was yeah. under-18s, uh, Scotland against England, up there at Petaudry, and I was uh, up against him. Uh, he was, I knew then he was uh, he was a genius. I just, because, it, and the reason I say that, because I couldn't get near him. I was 18 at the time. I was playing first-team football for about a year or two, as you know, and he still was head and shoulders above me. He couldn't get near him. You could just see his pathway. He was going to be absolutely top drawer. Then after that, I played against him a few times. Falkirk as well, uh, against Rangers. Uh, also, I played against him at, at, at somewhere else as well, but no, nah, he was top man. Different gravy, as you say. Ah, different, he was brilliant. Well, listen, it had been, a, a, first of all, a privilege and, and an honour just because you're one of the guys that, you know, gave me so much enjoyment, particularly in my youth. Bear in mind, you know, yeah. I'd be 10 when you're playing for Rangers at 15, so when you're... Uh, don't go there, you're going to start making me great now. Come on. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, you know, so thanks very much for oh, that. <clears throat> you gave me so much enjoyment as a young boy watching the Rangers in my formative years. Um, but again, just for the... the the, the respect and the, the uh, that you've gave me the few times that we've met and had chats and texts and stuff like that have been absolute um, awesome for me because that's fucking Derry Ferguson. I've got Derry Ferguson's phone number, right? It's mad. Lewis's so, dad. Just say Lewis's dad. I've well, got Lewis's dad. Uh, I've got Lewis's dad's phone number. <laughs> um, so, you know, just from a personal point of view, thank you very much for all that. And, and, and I've been trying to get this podcast done for a long time, but, you mm. know, Unfortunately, my mum passed away. You have no yeah. idea. I was no idea. Um, so it's been months. I've been desperate to do it. So thanks very much for um, for giving me your time. Time is probably the most valuable thing anybody can give. And I appreciate you giving me this time today. And I'm sure the Bears will love you for it. So is there anything that you wanted to, talk, to say before? You know, didn't you touch that you were keen to talk about before we finish up? Aye, just wanted to win on Sunday. Get into the final League Cup, so we've got Hearts coming up on, on Sunday. So we're running a wee bit of decent format, five nothing one against Dundee. Uh, been a long time coming, so a wee bit of confidence uh, instilled in some of the boys, which they've needed. So uh, we've got a big Sunday coming up, and a wee happy birthday, to my dad. My dad's birthday's on Sunday, Brilliant. November the fifth. Brilliant. Well, listen again. Thanks very much. It's been a great building up. Nearly two years, mate. That's all the time I say to folk about an hour of your time. <laughs> <laughs> just keep blathering. So listen, it's been great, and I'm sure the boys all uh, watching it will love us. We'll get out as soon as I can. And just thanks very much again for being for being Derek Ferguson. No problem. Good man. Enjoy that. ask a little favour. I really appreciate the hours some of you are investing into the channel, simply watching the videos, but. To help the channel grow, what I would love for you to do is hit the subscribe button if you enjoy the channel. And if there's any particular podcast you enjoy, please hit the thumbs up for like button. It will do massive things for the channel if we can do that. And thank you very much for your continued support and feedback.